this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is Meet the Movie Press. It's September the 14th on the show this week. Carol's Super Drama and Bat Ham. Candyman Reboot, Reboot, Reboot. And Halloween Horror Nights and Blumhouse Corner. Plus the week's big releases and the box office. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk. Featuring movie discussion, news and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now. Here's Popcorn Talks. Meet the Movie Press. Na 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 Batham. Uh, welcome to Meet the Movie Press. I d- Dimitri just asked me, did you just say Batham? I did. Uh, it's September the 14th. This is Meet the Movie Press. Thank you so much indeed. It's been a four-day week, but what a week it has been. We're all thoroughly exhausted. And can I just say, any of our viewers uh, who are currently suffering uh, this terrible disruption because of the storms uh, on the East Coast, our thoughts are with you this weekend. Please don't do anything stupid. If you are asked to vacate your property, please do go somewhere safe and please take care. And also make sure you have your tablet so when you've got some downtime, you can watch loads of movies <laughs> if the internet is still working. Make sure you can stream. Absolutely. Uh, okay, let's uh, get, get stuck in to this straight away. Uh, I'm Simon Thompson. You can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Showbiz Simon. There's the Facebook f- uh, page. This is Simon Thompson. And, of course, you can see my work everywhere from Forbes and, and E! News and Reuters. So pretty much everywhere right now. Uh, and on the show, as usual, is Dimitri. Dimitri. Hey there. Welcome back. It's great to be back. Who are you and where can we find I'm the player to be named later. No, my my name is Dimitri Panos, and uh, you can find me here on Meet the Movie Press, Popcorn Talk Networks, uh, also Anatomy of a Movie. What are you covering this week? So uh, we are covering, well, I'll be covering uh, part of the, well, covering the nun. I will be covering the nun. They're also going to be doing Peppermint. Unfortunately, due to <laughs> scheduling, I couldn't see Peppermint. I wanted to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Don't worry, mo- most, most moviegoers didn't I know. see yeah. Peppermint. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. there's always VOD. And, yeah. <laughs> and joining the show for the first time, uh, Kit Bowen. Yes, hello. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Uh, now, one big show, uh, one big thing we're doing on the show is we're pushing for a lot more diversity across the industry because some of the greatest voices right now, and have been for a long time but unrecognized, are um, women. Women. <laughs> women. Wait, and, what? Uh, and, yeah, and, I'm uh, a woman. Yeah, oh, we're, we're getting more diversity on the show. So, so Kit, for those uh, people who don't who watch the show regularly but don't know your work yes. uh, currently, where can we find you and who do you work with? Um, well, I'm uh, I'm a film critic and editor for ScreenPicks.com, mm-hmm. small site that I run, but I've also um, contributed to Rotten Tomatoes, Fandango, We Live Entertainment, Screen Rant. 
Um, I've been doing this for about 20 years, uh, film critic. I have a podcast for Screen Picks, so... And follow me at the Movie Kit on Twitter. Fantastic at the Movie Kit. Uh, we're going to talk about that more supported later. Supported on Twitter at dmovies one seven zero one. Since yeah. we're talking yeah. Twitter, absolutely. Uh, okay, a lot of we're going to get through the big box office stuff uh, later on, but there's a lot of news we want to tackle first of all. Yeah. Let's talk about the uh, Henry Cavill out as Superman. I say out. Is he? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> there's also the story that it's an invented conflict, which is a very interesting term. Uh, when this news kind of hit midweek this week, what did what did you guys think about it, Kit, first of all? Um, I wasn't necessarily surprised yeah. because I'm, I know that they're sort of thinking about doing a shake-up there anyway. You know, Ben Affleck not doing Batman maybe, you know, all of that. So I wasn't necessarily surprised maybe he wanted to move on. I was like, wow, kind of, because, I mean, he has been playing the uh, part for, for a while now. Do you know what, to be honest with you, I think that part's cursed. Do you think the Superman part is cursed? Because it's like every time anybody plays it, you know, something like either their their career goes down the tubes or they get hurt or whatever the case may be. It's like it's like a cursed part. And it's strange because there's the, it's, I mean, cursed is, is uh, there are certainly a lot of people who played Superman who poor old Brandon Ralph. Yeah. I mean, personally, I, I thought, thought he was, was I thought he was pretty good. Right. It just didn't land uh-uh. well at all. I mean, that wasn't a great movie, but I thought he did a great job. Obviously, Henry now with this, and I don't think, and we all know the DC universe, even the DC universe, people are saying we've got a problem. Um, so they're doing a big reset right now. And obviously, Christopher Reeve towards the end, I mean, I still, I know it's quite shitty, but Superman 3, I still love. I watched that movie as a kid huh? so many times. Superman 4, do you know what? You kind of love it as a. No, you know, I don't. I, I kind of don't. Come on, really? Do you <laughs> not? There's nothing about that movie that you're like, this is so bad. It's actually quite lovable. Well, if, <laughs> it's like the fourth yes. Batman or with George is Clooney. It, it's like, oh, it's, yeah, it's like a child that so just bad. keeps trying. Yeah. It just keeps trying. <laughs> One leg Jimmy. The quest for peace. Or yeah. Also, the quest to try <laughs> it, to make a good movie. I remember that was the first movie that as a kid Mark I saw Pillow. it in. Yeah. You introduced Mark Pillow to audiences. And <laughs> Very briefly. Yeah. Um, but I remember seeing it in movie theaters, and that was the very first time as a moviegoer that I literally saw audiences recoil. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. While they watched a movie, they were like, oh. And even as a kid, I was like, oh my God, they really. It was dumb fun. I was a kid. But but like Superman, the original, since since you brought us here, (laughs) you know, the the tagline was, you will believe a man can fly. Yeah. And you did. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. By the time they got for Quest for Peace, you were you will believe that a man could be lifted up on wires because you <laughs> saw the damn wires. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, there's a brilliant documentary on Netflix, yes, um, which I saw is about that. canon. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's in, and they obviously they did the, the the fourth Superman movie. That's really worth checking the out. The Go Go Boys. Yes. It's Golden so, and Globus. So good. So yeah. good. Really worth checking out. A lot of terrible films in there oh, that absolutely. I actually quite love. <laughs> uh, so let's get back to the dropping in hand. Sorry, we got slightly off track so, there. But, uh, Henry Cavill out as Superman. Um, Dimitri. Well, it's it's interesting because I remember out. this news coming out like almost a month ago yeah. and I tweeted it and it was you that came like I Ooh. said well we're going to be talking about this here I meet the movie press and you said no it's really it's a fake story it's, yeah. it's, it's. I was like oh uh, okay 
And that one comes out again, and I remember tweeting, I think I already commented on this already, but here's the deal. I've talked about this uh, ad nauseum. DC just doesn't know what the hell they're doing. They seriously don't, because the news when it came out this week, it was because we're focusing on Supergirl. Well, why then can't Superman make a cameo? Like, I don't... like. What are you doing, DC? Mm. Like, seriously, you have, and I, again, I've said this before, you have no roadmap. Yep. Like, and if you're already going to be retconning things or redoing things, where does that leave Aquaman? Where does that leave The Flash? I go, you know, Henry Cavill is a, is, is a good Superman, he yeah. regardless he of, you know, how much I liked, you know. And he's great in action he's, scenes, as we've seen, not really just is. in Superman and the DC Universe. Yeah. We've seen it in Mission Impossible, Man awesome. from Mission Uncle, yeah. Yeah. which I'm still pissed we're not seeing a sequel to. But so I, I didn't like that one he's, he's, huh. he's good divided as Clark Kent. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just, you know, and the whole thing again with Ben Affleck, it's like, I found him to be a decent Batman, oh, yeah. too, yeah. right? But you were just putting these DC characters in, let's be real, shitty movies. Yeah. Okay? And so it's not their fault <laughs> that you're not getting the right scripts. And this is the other thing I just don't understand is DC has a wealth a wealth of a, a library to mine from. I mean, this is what yeah. Christopher Nolan did. He didn't just like pick a story. He would do shots that mimic like Batman Year One or that. He would do all these things. They don't have a roadmap. And again, there's no shame in following Marvel's roadmap. There's no shame in doing that. I, I agree. I agree. But I just don't think they're. I mean, I think they want to try to be on their. You know, I mean, they don't want to imitate what Marvel's doing. You know, they want to make their own stand. And, yeah. I, you know, and in ways they have. I mean, certainly there's been some movies that have been great. It's just they've just been getting knocked down. Outside of Wonder Woman, what has been great since the Christopher well, I'm, Nolan Bat? I'm, I'm a big yeah. fan of Man of Steel, but let's not forget with Chris Nolan, even though I really enjoyed his Batman movies, Batman Begins, I wasn't a massive fan of, but I know a lot of people weren't, well, yeah. see, there are people who don't, but then a lot of people didn't like the final Batman movie that he did, and I personally absolutely love that. So whichever way you slice that loaf, right. Chris Nolan did at least one shitty Batman movie. Shitty? No, I, see, I would disagree I would, about shitty. I wouldn't say that. Or, I or less, less than, less I mean, than ideal. Y- you could the say the second that, one was really yeah. the best. I think some people really hated that third one. Second one is hands down. But I can, just but, but see, I can pick apart the second one. Like there's, I can pick that sure, apart too. Yeah. But sure. I think the Christopher Nolan as a trilogy as a Batman series. Yeah, I, mean, I think they really are the cut above. He did. He yeah. really did. And and again, it's not that you have to go back to that well. Uh, particularly with Batman. You shouldn't go back Wait, and replicate that. No. Because that, that wouldn't be okay. You can still have... I think there's room... I mean, we've seen a couple of directors take DC characters, especially Superman and Batman, sure. and take them somewhere a little bit darker. Sure. But without going... Without replicating the darkness. It's a different kind no. of darkness. We've seen Tim Burton do it. We've seen uh, Chris Nolan do it. We've seen, uh, whether you like him or not, Snyder do it. Yeah. Sure. So they've all brought different kinds of darkness, and each of them delicious in their own way. There is another way for DC to tell this dark story. Yeah. I mean, fuck it, they do it with Gotham. Yeah, I mean, I it's, that's, that's, it's a great the, TV show. I don't watch it as often as I'd like, but there are many ways to slice, slice this are, dark loaf it, it, and it, come it, out with something good. It, it, 
again, they have a wealth of material yep. to mine from. That's and, like, it. I think that fans wouldn't mind, like, excerpts of, like, The Killing Joke. Or yep. even A Year One. Or The Dark Knight Returns. Or just take, like, that's what Marvel does. I mean, it, like, when you have, like, Infinity War, that's not a, an exact panel-for-panel panel recreation of the comic book. Yeah. yeah. So they can do it if they were just smart enough, and I think that it sucks for these actors yeah. who really have... That was going to be my next point, and we'll yeah. get to the chat yeah. in just a second because people yeah. are very vocal on this. But I think Cavill, if he is out as Superman, obviously it's not a done-done deal right now. No. There's still a, He's just saying there's, there's no movies going on, so yeah. clearly I'm not being, you know... But I think it's really... I think the films that he's been in have come in for a lot of flack, but I think him as Superman is something that rarely gets dissed. Right. It's true. Which Actually, usually... all the individual performances are rarely dissed. Yeah, it's true. It's kind of interesting. It's, it's together, it's when <laughs> right. the cake's finally mixed. <laughs> right. But you know, I think for Justice League, I you know, not the best film either. I mean, I enjoyed it, actually, probably a little more than the rest of them. But I, I saw potential there. Mm. Like, I want to see more movies. Like, they, you know, they had to do all of the, let's all get together and fight, blah, blah, blah. But um, now that they are all together, I'm, I'm curious to see what they can maybe move forward with that one. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, I, I, I would, if, if Henry Cavill does leave i would be very disappointed um i was really looking forward to a second man of steel yeah because i think where he's really been given the 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 the, the, the platform to play on i think he's really done it well i find Me him too. very easy to watch yes i find his Agreed. performances are yes. generally very good um you know I, I i would be disappointed to see him go people in the chat are talking about this sky patterson a regular uh viewer of the show uh saying hello kit bowen welcome to popcorn talk and meet the movie press hi uh, so going Thank down you. well already. Uh, Glamoury uh, Glamour saying, hey all, hey, how are you? <laughs> Thank you for your compliment on, on me hosting. I do appreciate that. Uh, Westy Kid saying there was a documentary once talking about the Superman curse. Yes. So yeah, that does actually ring a bell. Uh, Sky Patterson saying, I think the Warner Brothers knew what they were getting themselves into when they cast Henry Cavill in the role of Superman. If you don't trust him in the role, why cast him? Same with Ben and Zach. I, I agree with that. Totally. Sky Patterson again saying, remember J.J. Abrams was supposed to be uh, supposed to do Superman flyby with Henry Cavill back in 2004. And Wesley Kazing, if Ben Affleck walks, I think John Hamm should take over. He's got dark features like Bruce Wayne, I agree. There's lots of talk on this, absolutely lots of talk. Oh, yeah. We'll come back to that again. Uh, Straight Edge uh, Vegan Bell. Hey, how's it going? Straight Edge back yeah. again this week, saying Zach Efron for Superman if Henry is done. <laughs> Do you know what? I don't, I, I know Zach and I like Zach. Yeah. I don't think he'd be right for Superman, no. but I would love. Uh, by the way, he's jacked as hell right now. If you follow his Instagram feed, seriously, I, physically, I, I, he's out of peak. Ever since Baywatch, it's like he's become like... He, yeah, but he's, he's, slightly, he's slightly down from his Baywatch body, which to me was like it looked a little bit unreal yes. and also made me feel very unhealthy. Um, sort of like my body. Looked in the mirror, I'm going to go, uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not Baywatch, I'm more like a dune. Um like a sand dune? I'm yeah, more like yeah, a sand bar. Not, not, not like, not like, but I was like, ugh. Uh, but yeah, so I, I I would like to see Zach in something like Marvel or DC. I don't quite see him as Superman. I can see him Flash, you know. I, mean, I can see him as Flash. Yeah. yeah. And if they're going to do this big reset, then there might be room for other people to get recast as well, which is going to be my next thing. We've obviously talked about um, Supergirl um, being Warner Brothers' current priority. But if Warner Brothers is looking to reset the DCEU movie universe, do they just clear the decks? Or do they just select roles that they think they want to recast and just do that? And do they do that at the same time? Or do they pace that out over a number of movies? What, what do you think about that? Hmm. I, I think a clean sweep would not be a good idea. Okay. 
I, I don't because I mean you know like Ezra Miller who's who's, who's the Flash now or whatever he he's great and I want to yeah. see more of that and who knows Aquaman might be good you never know I yeah. do like Jason Momoa I think he's I'm going in with an open mind right eyes. now it's not it's not selling me but no, I'll you know I'll give I know. it a go I know I'm going to give it a go and I, I think Gal Gadot I think that's how you say her last name yeah um, you, a, you cannot get rid of her as, as no. Wonder no, Woman no, no, at no. this point you know I mean she's that's it, it, locked but solid it, it, again. It depends on when you want to make this cut, right? I think because don't you got the you got these jo- you got the Joker movie, mm. right? And again, is well, that going to happen? <laughs> well, I mean, well, that's the question, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. So if you do a clean slate, right, you have Wonder Woman. I just say you do a everything from the Flash down. I mean, you you can't Aquaman is done. It's it's coming out in December. We'll see how that does. But you got to keep, you know, keep the core. Keep the core Justice League. I think so. Right? Yeah. You got to keep Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, right? Yeah. Yep. And then everything from there, uh, you can go on. Forget about the Joker movie. Just like you're going the wrong way. Yeah. Like you, you, like, you just do not care about your characters enough that you can give like your superheroes good strong movies and then bring them together again it's a simple page but a, but a big weakness for a lot of the Warner Brothers movies and this happens with a lot of Marvel movies as well so I'm not just going to rag on DC yeah. is the villains aren't quite strong enough so maybe if that, if, they, if they approach every it every once in a while they'll get really strong but yeah, then, yeah but it's, in, it's infrequent and I think if they maybe want to look at it from the other way and build from a really strong villain and come at it from rather a hero a pick idea. but a going at it from they, this is the main player. They're trying to to stop that guy, rather than they're pushing the villain who's coming that sure. way. That might be the way for them to remedy this. And once they've yeah. got that down, actually, it helps the quality of films overall, and then creates this second universe where you have established villains. Because yeah. you know, you all know in the TV shows and the comics, and a lot of these supervillains they come back. It's not like they die at the end of a movie. Yeah. And I think if they did that, they would have a much stronger product potentially. Yeah, I agree. But again, like if you want to bring these characters back, at this point, it was really cool to see in Justice League some Green Lantern action mm-hmm. that looked like real Green Lantern yeah. action. Green Lantern, I still think, is a viable property. Yeah. Right? I think they just handled it horribly. They did. That was awful. They handled everything horribly, sadly. And and that's what they need to they need to gain more focus. Yeah. You've got Aquaman coming out. We're gonna do a Flash movie. You do a Green Lantern movie, and then you do one more Justice League movie, bringing the Justice League team in, and that's where you can introduce like Martian Manhunter. Mm. Yeah. And, And 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 give those people Give those supporting roles. Oh, oh, that's who that guy is. And if they're popular enough, you can make a movie for them. Again, it, it, it seems you need somebody to roadmap it out. Yeah. I think one thing as well, people are saying, we'll, we'll come back to you just in a, in a sec, Kit. Um, people are talking that it's, and especially in the chat as well, and this has been mentioned online a few times, that it's potentially a negotiation tactic mm. by Cavill. Um, so if it's, not, if it's not dead dead, then it's like, I just want my moolah. Even though, potentially, here's a situation where it's like, yeah, we give Henry Cavill more money, but we need the movies to make more money in order to justify that expenditure. Which, they kind of go hand in hand, because if you're already wiping your face making a profit (laughs) with a small P, and you want to make a profit with a big P, sometimes you have to speculate to accumulate. Do they just suck it up and give him more money, if that's the problem? Or do they go, well, let's get the ship righted, 
before we start throwing money around? What do you think? Kate? I think so. I mean, I think I think they need to to get their ducks in the row. I mean, I don't think they have anything right now that they're working on. That's you know, Supergirl. Yeah, yeah I mean, and that's you what know. they're concentrating on, which is great. Um, so as far as Henry's concerned, they can say, well, you know, yeah, we'll keep you over here until we get a really good script or something that we really want to, you know, move forward with yeah. with you, and then we'll then we'll see where we're but going. I agree. But the villain thing is is so is so key, and you're right. And, and here's the thing: DC Comics have some of the best villains ever. They've got some of the best characters in <laughs> comics ever. I, I mean, I agree. it's so there's so many great bad guys. So it's like you know, they really they should make a bad guy movie, you know, a villain movie. Here's well, another question for you as well. Well, obviously, Warner have found very, sort of, very profitably and, and sort of publicly and critically as well that actually it was a female-led movie, Wonder Woman, that really, really resonated with the widest of their audiences right. and really proved to be creatively and and economically that their, their best bet. If they're looking now and concentrating at Supergirl, are they making a slight mistake? And is it slightly not entirely well judged that they go, let's do lots of female-focused <laughs> superhero movies? Because we do need more female representation in the comic book universe, yeah. front and center, rather than help me, lady character, um, super lady man. Um, you know, I just, I, is, is, are they making a little bit of a mistake to go, okay, well, let's not put the boys at the front now and let's just concentrate on female characters? Is that a well, misstep or is it a good idea? I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the way the studios always go, right? They always like, oh, shiny penny, let's go, let's <laughs> yeah. do that. You know, it's like, is oh, shiny the, penny a DC character? She's movie. Wonder Woman did so well. Let's do more women yeah. stuff. You know, I mean, I, I hate true. that. I hate that. You yeah. know, Holy I think, copper, Batman! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they have to be like that. It's like they're they're reactive rather than being proactive, right? You and, know? And, but the thing is, too, when when you talk about Wonder Woman, right? Uh, ben Affleck is Bruce Wayne had mm. a cameo in that. And in fact, it was more or less the bookend of the movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming that there is no Ben Affleck, Bruce Wayne cameo in this Wonder Woman at all to bookend or whatever. No. But like, they can do it smart. You can do another Man of Steel movie where you kind of introduce Supergirl. Yeah. yeah. Right? And then she gets her own movie. Or if you're going to do Supergirl, there should be no reason why... Soups doesn't show up at some capacity Soups to say, should show up. Hey, yeah. oh, I'm yeah. here for you if you ever need it. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. All you have to do is call your family, right? And it doesn't have to be a big role. It doesn't mean that he has to come to her rescue. Mm. It could be, you did good today, kid, and I'm here, though. Right. I just want you to know, we are family, and you can come yeah. by anytime. Fly yeah. by anytime. Yeah. Um, one other thing, we will move on from this. i watch the show, though. Have you guys watched the show? I what, sh- yeah, Krypton? No. Super oh, Supergirl. Um, yeah. I, I, I watched Krypton's it. actually pretty good. Yeah. That's yeah. like, yeah, Muppet Babies, Superman. Yeah, I watched Supergirl. I, I, I watched it. I haven't kept up with it because I, I sort of agree uh, with what Howard Stern said. It's like she's so powerful, but she gets her ass kicked like every week. Like, how does this even happen? It's like, so, it, you know, and, and I like uh, Melissa Benoit, I believe yeah. is her name. I, I think that she's good in the role. But again, you've got what is relatively a popular show in the CW. Sometimes if it's so ingrained, people expect that television show to be your movie, but right. it's not. 
Um, a lot of people in the chat, Xeno uh, are saying, understand why Warner Brothers is cautious about Superman. The character can be difficult with the subpar story, and I think that's a real problem here. Yeah. Uh, which is why I think Man of Steel worked, because that did that set up the yes. backstory and it had a decent a decent villain. Uh, however, not actively developing a new Superman movie is inexcusable. I think so, too. I think yes. that's a mistake. Agreed. Yes. Uh, Jody Petrella saying, Simon, if you remember, they don't want the TV series and movies to overlap, so maybe because there is talk of a Superman TV series, that is why there is no movie. Same with Flash and Supergirl. Well, we know Flash and Supergirl are being developed as movies, and obviously you, you, you do need to have Superman in the DC movies. He's still an iconic draw. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there. And also, they do like to keep them separate. They keep the actors separate. They keep right. the stories separate. So they, they do, do. Yeah, they do they kind do. of do that concurrence. But, but I don't know if you're aware, too, but there is a very popular run of... Uh, Batman Superman comics. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And 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 again, you want to do something different? There's no reason why you can't and I'm not talking Batman versus Superman. I'm talking Batman Superman movies. Yeah. Why not? I mean, that's something that Marvel really isn't doing. They're not like Iron Man this. Right. And, like, they only do it when they're the Avengers or, like, in a Captain America movie. Uh, there was a fantastic run of Green Lantern and Green Arrow yeah. together. Oh, so, yeah. like, there's no reason why you can't mine this. Yeah. And I think that there would be... Great box office. It's a conversation that I think is going to continue for months and months yeah, and months. Yeah. One more You're thing right. in the chat. Right. Sky... I hope DC's listening because we've got some really great but ideas Seriously, here. I'm like, I give us a call. So. Uh, <laughs> Sky <laughs> Patterson in the chat. I'm just going to read one more thing about DC, then we're going to move on because we've got a okay. lot to talk about. Uh, <laughs> Sky Patterson in the chat saying, film idea, let Patty Jenkins direct a standalone Superman film with Henry Cavill, uh, uh, Walter, sorry, it's just covered up, uh, Hamada and Chris Nolan producing. Uh, Taylor Sheridan and Jane Goldman Bring scripting. The War of the Worlds meets American Snyder. I think Sky just had a little bit of a nerd orgasm there. <laughs> a nerdgasm. That was quite a list. That was quite a list. I would check your computer. Jesus. That's <laughs> not a movie. That's a wet dream. That's incredible. It's like the superpowers. <laughs> talking, of, talking of dreams, a lot of talk this week of Michael B. Jordan being considered for the new Superman if Henry Cavill hangs up his cowl. Um, well, I mean, what no, I you... think it should be Idris Elba. No. Well, okay, it's like, <laughs> name, name any black actor. I mean, Michael B. Jordan, I think, would be, would be really good. Yes. Um, uh, he would give a great performance. Yeah. Do you think audiences would accept that? Um, do you think it would? How would they? How would they hmm. build it in that it's that? How would they look different? That he look, yeah. that he's black. That he's black. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I. I... <sighs> I don't think people would handle it all that well, to be honest with yeah. you. I think you know the character of Batman is so entrenched, you know, and Bruce Wayne and whatnot. Not to say that we can't switch it on, you know, to, it, to flip it on its head. Uh, but uh, I, I would, I would personally love to see Michael B. I don't, I don't care. I mean, I know Superman's predominantly been, well, has been always white. Is there any? Is there like a new Superman in any of the comics where he's not white? Uh, not white. Uh, I can only recall that after the death of Superman. Uh, there were four supermen who came to Earth, but I forget. I, I forget okay. the race and nationality. Because to be um, I, I mean, I don't. I don't know if there's anything that would. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Narratively? It's about Superman, right? He's yeah. not Batman. Sorry, he'd yeah. be a good Batman too. I'm sorry, he would be a great Batman. <laughs> I meant Superman. Sorry, about that. Um, but yeah, no. If, if 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 Michael B. Jordan was considered for the new Superman, I think he would do an amazing job. I just don't know if. All, all I, all I think it'll be gonna, overshadowed. All I'm going to put down there is the Josh Trank Fantastic Four and the controversy that built yeah. Oh, yeah. by having 
an African American storm, I believe it was. Yeah. And like this, how did that like that caused so unnecessary? Such maybe, maybe he's like, mayhem. this is more trouble than it's worth. Yeah. As much as I would like to put on the cloak, me outie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> me outie. <laughs> Not doing this one. Gonna pass yeah, I, on this one. I do. I think that these characters are so, like I said, so, you know, ingrained. Yeah. That it was fantastic. Four, four people saw the movie yeah. and, you know, and then and somebody else complained about it. And they didn't say it was fantastic. I, I don't understand why they can't get that right. I don't uh, understand don't either. Get it, it. You know what? And then I've, the, 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 the first two have been on cable yeah. a lot lately yeah. and I've been watching them and I'm going, Maria Menounos is actually in one. She has a great scene with Chris Evans. But I go, you know what? These movies are sort of fun. Interesting point on this before we move on. Uh, Glamoury, I don't think fanboys will miss a movie because of the character's colour, i.e. Black Panther. I don't think they would miss a film because of the character's colour. I think some people might struggle with someone of colour in a role that they believe to be the same way we have with other characters like Bond. I don't think people would not... I don't know. I don't think they go and see it because they're not, not they're not see it because they're racist. They just don't like black people. Because if you don't like black people, you kind of can't leave your house and you can't watch TV. <laughs> Otherwise, you must be in like a constant point of fury. But I do think a lot of people around the movie it would potentially overshadow. Um, and I think when it is Superman, was a character that comes from a planet and is you know Kal El. I think then to change the color of a character like that. But I think. Potentially with things like Bond, where Bond, 007 yes. is a license to kill, and yes, the character is James Bond, but you can slightly potentially, potentially narratively work in something to 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 make that work more. Sure, and, and let's you know regarding color and or sex too. Let's let, let's not forget the Doctor yeah. Who this year has We're become see the first a, is a woman. woman. So yeah, yeah, it's going to be very fascinating. My thing is, I think it's going to be huge for BBC America ratings yeah. when it yeah. debuts in October. On Personally, Sunday, I I, I, don't, I don't mind because I don't mind at all. this is not real. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's not it's not like you're saying let's have someone Chinese to play Nelson Mandela. You know? I mean we do we do make a lot of things about this whitewashing stuff, which is absolutely sure. right. There are plenty of Asian actors to play Asian roles and stuff like that. Um but at the end of the day, if you give me a black Superman and it's a great movie I'm there. I'm not going to dislike it because Superman's black. Right. No, That's not, not going to bother me. No. I'll, I'll bother if you, if, you, if you don't make a good movie. That'll be my <laughs> That'll problem. Be That'll be problem. Okay, talking of uh, characters who happen to be of colour, a Candyman remake as we delve deeply into Blumhouse Corner this week. Blumhouse Every single week Corner. we talk about Blumhouse. Oh, they seem to be one of the most active companies in production right now. TVs, movies, everything. So, a Candyman remake uh, could be coming from Jordan Peele, obviously an alum of Blumhouse. Um, I love the Candyman movies. I, When I was a, a, a working in a movie theatre as a kid, Candyman was, I'd say teenager, um, what, Candyman was, was one of the movies that came in and nobody at the time really knew about this horror movie with Tony right. Todd, who wasn't really like right. a, a known name. And people went insane for this movie and it's now a, a truly, truly iconic horror movie. One of my favourite horror characters ever. Looks like Jordan Peele could be involved in a remake. This genuinely excites me. <laughs> And I'm I'm on the fence or cautious about remakes, but yes, please. Yeah. Thoughts. One hundred percent. I mean, clearly Jordan Peele has <clears throat> has an affinity for her, and I think he loved it. His, I'm sure he loved the first Candyman movie too. I'm sure if you talk to him, he'll say he probably yep. liked it a lot too, even though he yeah. didn't do anything. <laughs> he probably liked that movie too. I'm just saying though, he he, uh, you know, if you talk, if you got a chance to talk to him about Get Out, you know, he talked about. 
being growing up watching these movies in the theater and you know and how watching it with an african-american audience you know they all stood up and they're yelling at the screen and that kind of stuff so he he clearly that's a that's something close to his heart so yeah 100 percent, he could do this yeah, yeah it's, a char- the guy, it's a character worth rebooting you bring up a, i think a very valid point a it would need a tony todd cameo or some semblance uh who would play the guy? Yeah, I mean, you would, you because you, that's the scariest yeah. part about that movie. Yeah, yeah, it was that. His, it was him. him. And, yeah. and someone I t- we, I've mentioned him in connection with a number of roles recently on the show, and actually, someone tweeted me. Uh, tweeted uh, Meet the Movie Press and me this morning off the back of something we've talked about before to do with the discussion we had about Blade the other week. Right. And I absolutely think that the person who would be great if they didn't bring Tony Todd back as Candyman, Sterling K. Brown. Oh. Yeah. yeah, because he's, he's like the, everywhere right now, or or like an Idris Elba, because you would need someone. I, I you would have to have someone of color, yeah, because that's that's the whole that's genesis the whole, of the character. So absolutely. that's not really up to negotiation. It has to be someone who's who's certainly not white. Um, you have to have someone that has the physical stature. They have to be imposing. Yeah, have they have to, to, have but, to but but not in a, like a broad way, but just a physically high way. And I really see that Sterling K. Brown, who is a tall man. And Tony Todd, who I just think would be um, did you, would did, perfect. Um, wait, did did you mean Idris Elba or Tony Todd? Uh, Tony Todd would yeah. Tony Todd would be Idris great Elba. to bring back, yeah. right. but if you're going to recast Idris Elba, I think would be great, and I think yeah. Sterling K. Brown would be great. Yeah. yeah, I mean some really. I mean also, I mean you got like the likes of Mahershala Ali. Sure. I mean, and I, I mean, the, who who again meets yeah, the the ethnicity and matches yeah. the physical aspects of the character. You know, what Tony Todd brought to that role. Um, there was a he brought the physical but he was truly scary yeah he had mm. the timber of the candy man you and it was the way that, that he talked yeah <laughs> so uh, i was genuinely scared to do that i, know. I thought oh, i'll do it and i was like oh, actually no no fuck it. Fuck it. no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> that's why you know i think idris if he were up for it yeah like could be really good. Here's the problem, that. though. I think um, I think they may have to go new. I think they may have to find somebody yeah. tapped because maybe you know Idris and, and they're already <clears throat> set in what they do. Like Sterling K. Brown would be great, but mm. you know he's also the sweet guy on This Is Us. So you know it's like. But he's also the asshole in The Predator. Yes. I thought he was one of the best parts of that movie. I, yeah, but we'll talk about the predator <laughs> later. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I I've only seen him play nice guys. Yeah, and it was really nice to see him play someone who is a massive douche. Yeah, and convincing yes. as a douche. Call that. Yeah, and when he they literally, can do that, he yeah. literally yeah. chewed the scenery. You know, yeah. he was chewing a lot in the yeah. movie. He had like gum in his mouth all the time. But, but I was yeah, like, I genuinely, as a character, I was like, oh my god, I hate you. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's that's quite difficult these days. You don't get that visceral response. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think he'd be great. I mean, another person who physically doesn't have the thing, but if they want to go younger, um, Daniel Kaluuya. Oh yeah, could be great. You know, he I, was. Uh, yeah, I like that. Well, he's going to be in a movie where he. Oh, he's in Widows. Yeah, yes, he, is. he plays a bad guy. And in that, he yeah. plays a bad guy, and he looks menacing he in that. Yeah, dude, With that's the smile. a good. The, smile, the smiling bad guys are always. That's a good. Up. That's a good one. And good. Someone, he could do that could too. Do. Someone in a similar nice. vein, who I think again is younger, but has the physical um, aspects that you need, is Winston Duke from Black Panther. Yes. Right. Um, and I he's think, kind of, you know, sort of on the fringe there. So he would, yeah. Be I think he too, would yeah. be. I think he'd be really, really good. Right. And yeah. you'd, you'd have him for a couple of movies. You know, yeah. he's at that age. He doesn't have. He's in a franchise, but he doesn't. He's not the person that you most associate with the franchise. Right. You know that audiences have responded very well to him in previous roles. Right. It would be cheaper. 
yeah. one would assume. Um, also, he has an amazing voice. Yes. Winston's voice is tremendous and his presence. I think Winston Duke would be a really mm-hmm. good option yeah. for Candyman. Sure. It's a good one. So Again, you just need a cameo by Tony Todd. Yeah, you have to. He doesn't yeah. have to be Candyman, but be in the movie in one way, shape, or form. It's like if like you have were him, doing... Have him be killed. If you were remaking... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, or, 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 or he's uh, maybe he's the uh, investigating officer. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. why not? Like, if you were doing, like, a remake of Pumpkinhead, you need Lance Henriksen to come back. <laughs> yes. Same thing here. You need he will Tony do it. Todd. He will do it. Sure Lance will do it. But also one other suggestion, um, if they if they do decide to, to recast the lead, which they realistically probably will do, uh, John David Washington from Black Klansman. Yep. Denzel Washington's son. son. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's a little know? wiry, though. I think he's. He is a little wiry, uh, yeah. but you can. I like the Winston Duke. With the... Well, I like Winston Duke too, but the uh, I always forget his name, and I know I mean no disrespect, but the gentleman that was in the first Purge, who was the gangster who became more or less the anti-hero, who yeah. saved everybody. Oh, he the guy could, that they take off, he comes running up to the door and they let him in, that guy? It, he's No, he's the, like the main gangster guy. Oh. And he comes into the apartment building. Oh, well, in, in, the, in the first, in the first, first not, not, the, not the first That's purge. what I was thinking. I know. I, <laughs> sorry, I, I sorry. Showed, <laughs> sorry, my well, bad. No, I'll, I'll, get, to the, the, the first I'll get to Halloween Horror Nights in a second, but I literally I was... I'm, I'm there. I'm my, I'm my, my best mate who's overstaying with the moment, he'd not seen any of the purge movies. So we were talking about last night. We genuinely had this conversation. It was like, who's on first? Who's on second? And it was like, do you want to watch the first purge? That's not out yet. No, the first purge. Do you mean the purge? Yes, the first purge. What do you mean the first purge? It's not out. Do you have the first purge? I don't have the first purge do you have the first purge and it's like no, the uh, original purge the original movie purge. The, yes. purge. The, purge. the purge the purge i meant the first purge movie that yeah. just, came just came out earlier out. Yes. this summer that you know the guy, guy that yes. i was talking about yes, yes he yes, would be yes, really yes, yes. good too yep. yeah and he had a really great i was like i was impressed by the cast yeah of that movie yeah. i really like liked them and he was a good he was a good gangster guy, and he played a good anti-hero, and he did the action really well. Yeah, and I was did. like, He's, he can kick ass. Can okay, a couple of things in the chat. We've got a load of other stuff to get through as well. <laughs> so much to talk about on the show today, and we're already halfway through. Uh, at this reset point in the show, halfway through, let's just remind everybody who you are. Uh, Kit, first of all, who are you, and where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at the Movie Kid on Twitter. Um, I'm I'm currently uh, doing a weekly podcast on Screen Picks, and uh, yeah, I've been doing this for a while. So And... Uh, Dimitri, and I'm here at Meet the Movie Press and also Popcorn Talk Network's Anatomy of a Movie. And uh, you can support me on Twitter at DMovies1701. And I'm Simon Thompson. You can find me at Showbiz Simon on Twitter and Instagram. Also, there's a Facebook page. This is Simon Thompson, where I post a lot of my work from many of my outlets. Uh, and also, if you want to follow this show, we now have a Twitter account, which is great. We're going to have an Instagram soon. That is at Meet Movie Press, at Meet Movie Press. So if you tweet any of us, please include that. Spread the word. We really appreciate it. We're growing slowly, um, but we really appreciate it. And thank you so much. And of course, if you like the show, don't forget to share, like, subscribe and tell everybody about it. The more people in this conversation, the better. Because that's what film is about. Community. (laughs) Community. 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 The word of the day is community. (laughs) Uh, Let's get back to Candyman before we move on to to Halloween Horror Nights and and Blumhouse uh, proper. Uh, Sky Patterson saying a Candyman remake with Jordan Peele producing with Universal Blumhouse. Yes, please, in caps. Uh, Jodie Petrella saying, I wonder if Jason Blum is being typecast as the horror movie go-to guy. I actually referred to him in my piece on Forbes this week, we'll get to in a second, as the scary godmother. Yes. <laughs> Hollywood scary godmother, which yeah, I think... You get a so, high five on thank that you. One. I was very pleased with that. Uh, and Idris Elba is charismatic. 
Affleck and a brilliant actor. Sterling K. Brown has got great screen charisma as well from Wesley Kid. Zeno Hour saying, Simon, I think the new Candyman movie should take place shortly after his death. Lakeith Stanfield should be considered. Another good casting ah. suggestion. So wait, really good. shortly after his death, like after the death that, uh, of, well, po- when he was a slave when he and was he was a slave burnt. and he was bro- yeah, yeah, that's so do that. So that would be quite yeah. cool. That would work. And again, you'd have someone quite youthful who I think sure. you could then yes. carry a franchise through for a couple of years. Um, also uh, from Sky Patterson, movie idea. All caps. Oh, here we go. Uh, a Candyman remake with Mahershala Ali in the lead, Barry Jenkins directing and scripting, Jordan Peele and Jason Blum executive producing, The Strangers Meets The Haunting. Mm. Eh, I'm, I'm right, yeah, I'll, I'll, I don't know. I think right, that might right. be a little bit too You had me when you said Strangers. High. Yeah. yeah. Strangers movie. But uh, and uh, uh, saying, I think Jason Blum should do a romantic comedy to see if he can do something other than being known as the no. horror go-to guy. I disagree. Well, yeah, but also, he's but I was done say, drama. He did Black Klansman. Yeah, yeah. he a did Black Klansman. Uh, don't forget, Blumhouse produced um, the drumming movie. Um, the drumming movie. Didn't they do... Oh, fuck. Was Miles that- Teller was in it. Oh, Whiplash. Whiplash. Oh, yeah. Whiplash. Oh, yeah. uh, they also did the Jet movie. Uh, that that horribly bombed um, G- Gem and the Holograms. Oh, sorry, right, right. <laughs> Gem and the Holograms. So they have done Swing movies and a miss there, but they, the they've Blush, done yeah. movies that are not all. They go horror. outside of the wheelhouse. Yeah, and and, and, and and the crazy thing is, is that when they go outside of the wheelhouse. People, they, they don't yeah. see that it's a Blumhouse movie. Like, they, right. go, they, they don't no notice. Yeah. So it, it goes right under the radar. And then so when you see a movie like uh, Black Klansman yeah. and you see Jason Blum's name, there you go. Well, yeah, well, really interesting, actually. That exact thing ha- happened. My my wife is always, she's not a horror fan, and she's always discounted watching Blumhouse movies because she's like, sure. they're horror movies. Yeah. But be- when she saw Black Klansman, she was like, oh, Blumhouse, oh, okay, what other some of them? I was like, blah, 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 blah. So she's like, oh, okay, well, maybe watch that. And last night she came home and we were watching The Purge, the original Purge movie. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and she was like, oh, okay, that doesn't look like a horror. I was like, no, because The Purge is fundamentally a drama. It's yes. a home invasion, it's not a, a straight horror. Movie. Yeah, it's a thriller. So it's a thriller. Yeah. Yeah. I would say The Purge movies are not necessarily horror, yeah. but I would say they're more thriller Thrillers. with horrific elements to it. Yes. Uh, but we're back to the get out. Is that a horror thing or not debate as well? Which, oh, I mean, well. there's nothing. <laughs> but as we enter Blumhouse Corner, <laughs> Blumhouse Corner, <laughs> may I just Corner. say to everybody, <laughs> happy Halloween, because yes. Halloween officially... <laughs> starts today nice. with the opening night of Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios Hollywood and Universal Studios Orlando. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Uh, me too. Oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> well, here's a little tidbit. Yeah. My, my daughter actually works for Universal Theme Park. She works for Harry Potter World. Ah, okay. And she got to go last night to their preview. They did have some star previews, yeah. Yeah, she got to go. She said it's fantastic. Awesome. She said the poltergeist maze is the best yeah, well I I, I I went behind the scenes last week because um, I did an interview with Jason Blom which uh, is on Forbes currently and I was I was beyond tickled pink this week <laughs> that not only Jason uh, retweeted the article and it was picked up by a number of other sites so shout out to Slash Film is one that picked it up and gave me credit so thank you it's always good to do that um, but also then Blumhouse Productions retweeted Jason's tweet about my article on Forbes nice. which is great so in that we discuss a number of things and including and me retweeted each one and it was again you know, said you were very good. proud of me and I, I really was. appreciate I, I that am, thank you I'm that was very, very proud, proud of you what, what, well, I'm I'll very have to proud follow about each other now yes. what that, I'm very proud about what, what, what you've accomplished and like we've built this Blumhouse Corner 
into a bit, so I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah, I am. No, seriously, Thank you. when I it gets picked that. up by Forbes, and then when Jason Blum himself retweets it in such a positive way, yep. and then Blumhouse does that, dude, kudos. kudos. Thank you. Seriously, kudos. That's, a, that's he, a big deal. I hear he's a great, I've never had a chance to talk to him yet. Yet He's great. I just hear he's fantastic. He's wonderful. I'm seeing him again tonight, actually, at the, the launch event, which is great. So, again, I'm going to be publishing some stuff on Forbes after that, so over the next couple of days, I'm uh, going to be interviewing... Um, Jamie Lee Curtis, really? Mm, Who's Jamie, that? Lee, Jamie Curtis. Lee Curtis, might have, yeah, might have heard of her. Uh, yeah. What movies was she in? Uh, uh, there's, uh, uh, she was in Hocus Pocus, I believe. Real? That's, she was in that. Uh, that's one. Yeah. She was in Friday the Thirteenth. She was. She was in yeah. that. Doesn't ring uh, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's done quite a few things. Um, no, she's uh, amazing. So I'm very excited about I, talking to her. Yeah, I haven't seen Halloween. I yet. can't wait to. Jason hear about Blum's going to be there. The cast of Stranger Things are going to be there. The cast of Walking Dead are going to be there. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Are they still doing Walking Dead there? Uh, it's a permanent one. It's now. a permanent. It's a permanent attraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, so they're all going to be there. It's, it's a really, really seriously top class. Slash is going to be there tonight, which is great. So that's really cool. But yeah, so so Halloween Horror Nights opens tonight. But when I interviewed Jason um, behind the scenes uh, last week. Um, we had a really good conversation about sort of the influence of the Blumhouse model on filmmaking. Um, we talked about the Blumhouse's relationship with Halloween Horror Night, how they decide what mazes are going to be there and what films are going to be picked up. Uh, we talked about the fact that Halloween, Blumhouse's Halloween, isn't there this year. Uh, Jason sense. was saying that they tried to make it happen. Yeah. They decided not to do it. And next year, they're looking at having the Blumhouse Halloween maze. They have um, uh, Blum, uh, the uh, horrors of Blumhouse again this yeah. year. Uh, which is good. Um, and uh, the first time the Purge, the first Purge, has its own maze there. Usually it's a scare zone, so right. that's a big step forward. Shows how strong that franchise is. We talk about that. We also talk about the um, what we discussed on the show recently, about them wanting to pick up Scream, and I know what you did last summer. Right. Um, and we talk about Halloween sequels as well, which is great. So there's a lot of stuff in that article. I had eight minutes, so it, got a lot in there. And I, and I can, I can of kind of understand. Thank God he talks quickly. <laughs> I was really, really appreciative of that. <laughs> Yeah, did you even take a breath? I, did, I had crazy. no time. I had no time. Okay. No time, yeah. no time. Held it. Yeah. Eight minutes. I could do it. Yeah, that's great. You're, uh, yeah, you're, you should play Creature from the Black Lagoon with the way you can hold your breath like hey, that. Hey, when are they so, going to make that? Re- yeah, Rico Brown. <laughs> either, well, we sh- well, actually, corner, the dark, Universal Monsters universe. for the first time, yes. and this is something that the creative director of, of Halloween Horror Nights at Universal, uh, John Murdy, has been trying to do for years and years and years. And every single time I would talk to him, he was like, I want to do the Universal Monsters. I want to do the Universal Monsters. Finally, this year, he had an idea to make it work. He's done it. And it has a soundtrack specially created. Each character in the maze has a soundtrack specially created by Slash from Guns N' Roses. That's great. So it's a pretty it's a pretty unique, and it's yeah. more of an... It's effectively, it's become a bit more art than just scaring the poop out yeah, of Yeah, I can't wait. I mean, <laughs> they've always... They used to have, like, a Universal classic yeah. maze... That was usually it was usually there all all year round. Yeah. Um, but going back to the Halloween, in in a sense too, I can understand why you wouldn't do the Blumhouse Halloween since Universal Horror Nights officially opens tonight. Yeah. Very jealous that you're going. Um, they may not, you know, the maze may give quote unquote spoilers. Sure. To a movie that hasn't quite released. That well, that's that's something. Yet. Well, the Insidious last key last year they yeah. did basically bits from various Insidious movies. And then because the movie was due to come out around the same time and it got delayed to the January. So they were like, well, <clears> fuck, we're, we're, still, we're still in. You know, we, we've already agreed to do the maze. So that came out. And that did actually a couple of things in the movie. It did give a few things away. But with yeah. the first purge, there were actually things in that maze. And I spoke to John about this and I'm publishing that interview next week. 
there are things that were in the original script that didn't get committed to film hmm. oh. that actually they're actually bringing to life especially and exclusively for the maze that's going to be cool so there are elements of the movie plus there are things that we haven't seen before there's a brilliant scene with mannequins involved in there right. which is going to be unique to this yeah. uh, people in the chat saying uh, there's going to be a, a shining maze that was last year um, they haven't redone that but that was amazing if you had a chance to check that out uh, so Westy Kids isn't there also a snowy maze for the shining that was last year Westy Kid, Jamie Lee Curtis Jamie Lee <laughs> I know I know it's amazing uh, Scott Boswell saying perfect uh, that perfect. is perfect that was was perfect <laughs> She was. John Travolta. Yeah, I remember that movie. <laughs> well. Uh, Poltergeist Maze, Westy Kid. Yes, James Patterson, Poltergeist Maze is going to be lit. Yeah, can't wait. Was, it is. Well, I can't wait, actually, for all of their mazes. It's so strong. Last year, I thought they couldn't beat it, but this year is phenomenal. Yeah. And um, and uh, basically, Poltergeist was one of the mazes I was given the chance to, to look around. Really? And oh. I turned it down. Because as excited as I am about that maze, you know, I want to go in there blind. Ah, I want to go in there. You want to go in there with Can I ask you that I'm, t- I'm taking, whistles, I'm taking spare pants tonight. <laughs> because I'm going to poop mine you know, and I'm going to be proud of it. Just, just, just. I love it. Depends, buddy. Depends. Depends. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So, um, can I ask you a question? So, yeah. when, you, when, when uh, they offered you to take this like sneak peek, was it in daylight? Like, it's was in the daylight. Maze, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But the it's maze itself, too, where the the lights were going to be on. No, no, no. It's, it's basically it, it's it's all in daylight and it's all open without all the effects and stuff like right, that. But oh, the thing that's is, no well, I've also done that in previous years before. And as much as I really enjoy the behind the scenes and how these things sure, work, sure. when you go through these mazes, the best thing is to do. And I think it's great that you get offered the chance to even sometimes online outlets they get to go. Oh, yeah, yeah. the scenes and this. It does change the experience you have. So I would really suggest, if you're going to go to Halloween Horror Nights, do not look at any of the content beforehand of what is in the mazes. Go into them blind. I always have the best experiences in the mazes that I know nothing about. Yeah. So I pick one that I know is going to be good and it's still going to give me frights, but really original stuff. Like last year, I I went behind the scenes of The Shining House and that was really amazing, but it's kind of sport the experience for me. I knew what was coming. And then the year before, I did The Exorcist House, which again was brilliant, but I kind of knew all the tricks that were going to happen. So I was kind of like, ah, I was a little bit bummed. So yeah, yeah. so go go in there. And and, I, and, and like I said, I think this year is like really strong. So correct me if I'm wrong. So we've got Stranger Things yep. already knocked yeah. off. You got Poltergeist. Yeah. Trick or treat. Yeah. Which makes so excited. Like, so like another so one. Sense, another one right? that John has been I trying to get. Can't wait. Uh, Halloween Four. Yeah. Which uh, I I hear they do. Dwight Little, the the, the director. Yeah. Uh, who also did Free Willy. Sort of weird. Free Willy, <laughs> Halloween Four. Okay. In any case, Free Willy like, would make a terrible was, maze at Halloween. Yeah, well, yeah, oh, unless he ate really? you. Um, maybe, so, if it, maybe if an orca just jumped over maybe. you in the Halloween yeah, Four, could, yeah. could happen. Um, no, <laughs> but. He talked about the Halloween four maze, and yeah. he was impressed at the detail that they had in certain particular scenes. Yeah, I can't wait for that. It just it just sound poltergeist. It sounds like such a I, strong I, so, lineup. I will watch that every the, single time it's on. Yeah, I will, and it still scares. But yeah. I mean, it, it it that's another one that is scary, but at the same time, it's it's. It's got it combines so many different you know things yeah. and you laugh and you yeah right. I, just, I, love I love it, it. I, we, I love it holds I love up. It. Did, did we all we all saw the first purge not the original purge the first purge I did yes. The first yes. Purge. yes so while I was watching that movie did you did you get the same sense that I did like the kids walking down the street and people with those contacts yeah. that, that glow in the dark and I'm like going super creepy yeah that would, I'm like 
that lends itself to a maze. Like yeah. right oh, there, yeah. having those. The, the, those I'm contests. sure that's what he'll Dude, be I'm running around. Super jealous. <laughs> well, if, I can't wait. If, if you want to read the article, it is up on Forbes. Uh, yeah. Go go ahead and check that out. Um, and yeah, so that that's. And you're writing another one for. for I'm doing for another one with uh, with John Murdy, um, nice. which is coming out next week. I've got one that I'm doing with people on the red carpet tonight. I just asked them like all about three questions, and we we get through yeah. that. Can't so that's going to go up over the weekend as well, which is which is great. And I'll be seeing Jason again. Uh, but obviously, do read the article. If it's good enough for Jason Blum, certainly good enough for you. It is. So check you know it out. What I love about it. Jason Blum, though, What's that? is that he's he's super smart, clearly, yeah, the, and super successful. But he pairs himself up with really good directors. He does. I mean, and he lets I, them do what they want to do. I think the whole M Night collaboration with him just, well, of course, it brought him back up again. You yeah. Know, but uh, and I actually, I've always loved him. You know, he's had some bad ones, but I still love But it's just... It's just <laughs> People are suggesting, Jody's suggesting movie idea, Simon stars in a Blumhouse movie as a film critic who characters from movies he's given bad reviews to try to attack him. <laughs> that was well, that's, I mean, that's kind of like Trolls Online, yeah. I was going to say, well, but wasn't that the Deadpool, the Dirty <laughs> Harry movie? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and another idea from from Scott Boswell. Another idea: the house on Blum Corner, where Simon has to leave leave behind the Blum House monsters to grow up and become a film critic. I think people are basically saying that I need to grow up. Yes. And I was birthed by monsters. Uh, Sky Patterson saying I would love to see Blumhouse Productions take on Dark Universe, rebranded Universal Hello Universal Horror, lower budget hard R gothic thriller films, A list talent included. Yeah. Could be good. That good was something idea. I didn't get to talk to Jason about, but I am talking to him about. And, and we talked about that last week we did. about Dark. Uh, you know about them, did, yeah. about him taking over. It would be a great idea. A couple of things I want to touch on. We mentioned this at the top of the show, and then we're going to do movies because we only have uh, 10 minutes left in the show. Uh, let's talk about John Hamm saying he'd like to be Batman, going back to DC briefly. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> okay, now it is Batman, right? Not Super. Okay, yes. So, um, <laughs> I... Uh... <laughs> I think he, I think he'd be great. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, he's got the looks, he's got the charming part. Because I mean, I think what I loved about Ben Affleck's uh, characterization mm. the most is his Bruce Wayne. Because you know, he's sort of gr- you know, he's older, he's you know, he's grizzled. He's he's what how he portrayed that sort of character in, in that way. I, I really, I still hate the whole Batman voice though. I just like Batman. 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 Um, then you know. But but I loved I loved him as Bruce Wayne, and I think John could totally pull that off. Yeah, I agree. I think he'd, be, I think he'd have the physical presence, and I think yeah. he'd have that smoldering Bruce Wayne element. Yeah. I think to me, he'd have everything. I think he'd be a great choice. I think he makes a great Robin. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, you Who mentioned do it better you know we've got to have Kevin O'Donnell. Hart as Robin. You know we've got to have Kevin Hart as Robin. Oh, good God. Got to have that. Would you stop? Why are you cracking stop. Robin? Be quiet. Come on. Stop hey, right you now. You wouldn't watch that? Just, just, I would you wouldn't totally watch, no. watch that. I would totally watch that. No, no, no. I've got nothing against Kevin Hart. No. Be quiet. Quiet. Somebody might be David Spade's it. available. That's the alternative. <laughs> Zach Efron. So, Zach Efron. This is right. Oh my getting, god! Right. Wow. You're coming back, Kit. Okay. <laughs> great ideas like that. Good call. Sure. Okay. So you, you, you you're not entirely Wait. convinced by John Hamill? No, no, no. I actually am because I think you know a lot of people don't take stock that uh, the important role is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. yeah. And when you look yeah. at the people who were who have been most popular. Uh, Michael Keaton, yep. uh, Christian, Christian Bale, Bale. Uh, and even Ben Affleck, yeah. right? They, they they can play a good Bruce Wayne because Bruce Wayne has to uh, be sympathetic. He has to pretend he's a playboy. Right. And sometimes it's a tough line. To, that's a tough line to walk. 
they did it really well. I think John Hamm can pull it off. Oh, yeah. He yep. can easily pull off being rich, you know, obnox- obnoxiously rich. Mm. Uh, and I think under the cowl, he's got this, you know, the square enough jaw. Yeah, he'll I, get jacked too for that. I'm oh sure. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, but I just wonder. And again, like, I think you'd be great. Do you want to go a little younger? I mean, I don't know where in the universe they're rebooting all of this. This, this is this is my biggest problem. The it's kid like, who plays him on Gotham, maybe he should. Uh, maybe he should do that. Do you want to cross the streams? <laughs> do you want to cross the streams? I, I think the create uh, a flux I, I'm, com- continuum. I'm, I'm blanking on the kid's name, but I think he I does a great yeah. job. Yeah. yeah. In this. No, he, he, no, that kid does a really good job. But yeah, I think John Hamm would be great. You need look, whoever fills the role. Uh, you need a good story. Yeah. You need a good story first and then get a half to do, to do list. Story. Yeah. story. 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 Then story again. And then, yeah. And if you're and still not convinced, story <laughs> and then a director who knows how to direct the story. Uh, Zeno Hour um, agrees that Kevin Hart is a good idea, right. but oh, stop. as Superman and Batman. <laughs> I'm on for that. Okay, we've got he, six minutes on the show. We need know to get Kevin through. Kevin wants to do uh, it. Let's talk about, the, let's talk about the big week release. Well, week's <laughs> big releases. Uh, okay, Mandy comes out this weekend. Uh, Nick Cage's new movie. Um, I got sent a screener on this. That's mental. <laughs> it looks it's a little absolutely, nice. pardon my French, but fucking bananas. <laughs> but it seriously is worth watching. I mean, it's just... It's insane. So it's based off the Barry Manilow song? It is based off the Barry Manilow song, yeah. Uh, which is why it's so crazy. It's wacky. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely worth watching. It, it's just, in, it's it's really, really insane. Uh, I don't think it'll do a lot of box office, but I think it's worth checking out. Lizzie is another one that comes out this week, a smaller movie that yep. is definitely worth checking out. I yeah. was really impressed. I was impressed too. It's this slow burn build thing, yeah. and it really, and that ending too, you're like, ah, yeah. you know, you want to... I thought it was. I thought both performances by uh, Chloe and Kristen were amazing. Yeah, if you can find that, do check so that out. So you give it fifty wax, forty-one. Forty-one. Uh, there's a joke there that I'm not even going to make. Uh, <laughs> White boy Rick is out this week. Uh, Five hundred seventy-five thousand uh, dollars in previews last night. Looking at a weekend of eight point six, going to be in the top ten, but only just. I didn't sadly get to see this, but I do want to watch it. You it. did see it. Kate. I did see it. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey is, is quite quite good in this. You know, I mean, it, it, it's funny because it's kind of it's billed as this sort of true crime story or whatnot, but it's really a family drama at the end of it. Yeah. You know, it's about him and it's about he has a single dad, you know, trying to uh, raise these two kids and, you know, and having them go off the rails that they do. So, yeah, I thought it was really good. You, you, you would definitely recommend it? Like, yeah, on a scale I would of five. absolutely recommend it because of McConaughey, you yeah. know. We were talking about that recently. It's like he's decided that he de- no longer has to be pretty. No longer has to be pretty. He has a well, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> also yeah. out this week, a simple favor, which I didn't get to see, no, but I did get good. sent uh, like a, a cocktail making kit. I saw. I'll tell you what, <laughs> you I, I'd, pre- I'd prefer to have seen the movie. But uh, but thanks. I heard uh, it's really good, like Hitchcock kind yeah. of feel to it. So yeah. yeah, people are saying kind of Gone Girl ish. Is it like that? I didn't see it either. So, but I, I like or I girl said, on I a think train. 
think it, it kind of Paul Feig who directed yeah. it. He's mm-hmm. you know he combines sort of the comedic aspects that he's really good at, plus the thriller aspects. I want to see. I think it's been criminally underserved, sort of editorially and I think as well marketing wise. But I really hope it does well. Previews. I, I think they just don't know how to how market, market yeah. it. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Uh, can, I, can I add to that? Yeah, sure. I actually saw a simple favor last night. This is ah. in the booth. I saw a simple favor last night, and I thought it was really well done. Great acting. Um, it, and it had a perfect balance of suspense slash thriller esque with actual dark comedy and humor. So I, I think they did a great job marketing. I can see why it's it's difficult to market because there are plot twists in it, and you don't want to give it away. But the the appeal of Paul Feig and and uh, you know Anna Kendrick and mm. Blake Lively, it's I mean it sells itself. And those are, those talking of selling itself, I mean yeah, those those two are very popular female actors, and I think if or just actors as they're also known, not female actors, they're two popular <laughs> females and actors, and I think that alone would have been two really good it, without even mentioning Paul. Those would have really been good, two good ways yeah, to sell it, but it just doesn't appear that being super cute together. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That helps it doesn't a lot. really it hasn't really cashed in. But I've heard a lot of positive things about it. Uh, also out this weekend, uh, the Predator uh, is probably the big release this weekend. Two point five million in previews, which is kind of down on movies that come out of this time of year by about a million. Uh, looking at a weekend of twenty nine million, this is quite considerably below uh, what they were looking at as projections a couple of weeks ago. That was forty, potentially fifty in some right. tracking areas. Mm. Uh, this is a lot less than that. Mm. Uh, a lot of Mixed reviews, a lot of bad reviews. I personally didn't have a massive problem with the movie. Um, I thought it was fine. I thought there were bits that I didn't like. There were people I really didn't think I was going to like who I really thought was was great. Yeah. Uh, Boyd I thought was great in the lead role. I yeah. was not expecting him to do that. Um, uh, I, 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 I liked the gore. I thought the gore was great. I don't think I think it was chopped together. I don't think the editing was great, and I didn't really like the end of the movie. No spoilers, but I thought the final act kind of really didn't do it for me. Um, there's a big battle; it could have been different, could have been better. And I think the final ending of the movie, I didn't really like where that went. That just kind of left me with a. Mm, I'd like to see more, but I'm like, I don't know about that ending. It was way too convoluted, too. Yeah. It was just too many things going on. Should have kept it, it simple. And it didn't, uh, it didn't, you know, match up. So all of a sudden, you know, she's here, and then all of a sudden she's like on top of a mountain. It's like, mm. you know, it's you just nothing kind of matched up, and they would you sort of throw some me. stuff. <laughs> throw stuff. Now out I know there's the... a mountain in the movie. Damn it! <laughs> I think Damn the mountain it. was in the trailer. I think the mountain was <laughs> in the trailer. It wasn't in the trailer. God, you're a mountain. But, but there are individual <laughs> moments in it that are really quite good, and I mm. think you know. Shane Black's banter is is what is the, is one of the bigger draws. Well, too. but it was a Fred Decker, his buddy, yeah. who, who wrote it. Um, it. Look, as a Shane Black fan, as a Fred Decker fan, yeah. as a Monster Squad fan, I, I I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I've been disappointed by what I've been seeing, like from a review standpoint. I yeah. was hoping. You know, I mean, Shane Black has had a modicum of success coming, you know, coming yeah. on as a director. I- I'm looking forward to it. I-, I was unable to get to the movies at all. Uh, this week was just hellacious. I, w- I wanted to go yesterday, yeah. but I'll see it this weekend. It's not a terrible movie. No. I don't think it's as good as it could have been. Um, it's still I, a great It's franchise. still a great movie. Obviously, it is clouded slightly by the controversy this week, uh, which oh, Shane Black yeah. has... Um, yeah has apologized for. He said it was a bad decision on his point. Mm -hmm. He's apologized again. Obviously, it it kind of tainted it at Toronto somewhat. But if you set that aside, the poor judgment, it doesn't affect the movie. Um, It's better than the Alien vs. Predator movies. And you know, it's it's well, that's fine. The, the last one, <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's so dark, yeah. Like, I'm just watching a dark screen, I'm like, what 
the hell's happening in this movie? But it's looking at an opening of 29 million, so I think the controversy That's... and I think the appeal and the reviews are going to affect that ever so slightly, so I it's agree. going to be slightly down. But it's not it's not quite quite the absolute horror show that people have made it out right. to be. I, I still want to see it. It's worth it's worth checking out. Do I want to see that in simple favor. And do yeah. do see it in an audience. Do see it in theaters. Really yeah. make the effort to do that. It's it's worth your 15 bucks. Uh, okay, that's the end of the show. Unfortunately, we've run out what? of time again. I know it's an hour. It goes so quickly. Really appreciate it, Dude. guys. I'd like you to reintroduce, tell people who you are and where we can find you. Kit, first of all. Kit Bowen uh, at the Movie Kit on Twitter and uh, follow my podcast on Screen Picks. Can't Dimitri. believe you told me there's a mountain in the Predator. There is. <laughs> My name is Dimitri Panos. I love movie fans. I'm here with uh, uh, Popcorn Talks. Meet the movie press. And you can also see me on Anatomy of a Movie, where it's it's way above and beyond your typical movie review show. We talk, we dissect a movie in all of its parts. Is that where the anatomy comes from? That's where the anatomy comes from. Yep, that's it. Dissecting. We talk about the production, the writing, the music. We talk about everything. Whether we like or dislike the movie, we give credit to the artistry uh, as much as we possibly can. It is an artist, and even artists do bad painting sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah That's yeah. the way happy, it is. Happy Time Murders. Try talking about Don't that Don't talk movie. about the Happy Time Murders. My name is Simon Thompson. I'm at Showbiz Simon on Twitter and Instagram Facebook page. This is Simon Thompson. This has been Meet the Movie Press for September the 14th. Thank you so much indeed. Follow us on Twitter at Meet Movie Press. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, tell everybody you know who is listening to any word that you say that you like this show and they should watch it too. We really appreciate it. it. Thank you so much. Without you, there is no point in us being here every week. So thank you so much indeed. Uh, Guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, We will be back next week. Uh, Scott will be back and we're going to have Neil Turks on the show uh, next week as our our special co-host, which is great. So thank you so much. Have a great weekend. And anybody on the East Coast, please be (laughs) careful in the storms. We care about you. Don't do anything stupid. Don't be a hero. Help out where you can, but please stay safe. Thank you. So much. Have a good what? <laughs> and happy Halloween! Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the owners or principals.